courage. We haven't even known what courage is. You can take it or leave it. You can speak out or not speak out. You can be a witness or not be a witness. You can proclaim that Jesus is the only way of salvation. There's a real heaven and a real hell. But now it's going to take courage to say that like never before. I want to show you a verse of scripture. I want to read to you all the things that God said to Joshua, but I'll at least show you this. In the closing part of the book of Acts, Paul arrives at Rome. And I just noticed this in the 28th chapter. In verse 16, the Bible says they came to Rome. But in verse 15, the word of God says, and from thence, when the brethren heard of us, they came to meet us as far as Appia Forum and the three taverns whom when Paul saw, it might have been Epaphroditus, I do not know, no one knows for sure, but they planned on Paul's journey to Rome to intercept him in a certain place. And the Bible says when Paul saw them, notice please, he thanked God and took courage. Even the apostle Paul, he thanked God and took courage. Would you listen, please? You and I need to learn how to thank God and take courage. Courage grows out of our faith. It must be anchored there. It may take courage that we've never thought we needed to be speaking out loud about things. I'm saying this with all kindness and love, but some of our people have gotten so cowardly about illness and illness is real. It's real. I just want you to consider one thing. Where will you eventually be if you don't face this illness with courage? Where will it take you? How will your life end what kind of person will you become held up at home afraid to get out what kind of future if this never passes we may have the COVID-19 virus to live with the rest of our lives does that mean that we're to isolate ourselves completely is that what we're going to do? See, it's not just courage we need to face the world, the flesh, and the devil. It's not just courage we need to speak out against our president and our vice president. It's not just courage we need in our local community to speak the truth in love. It's courage that we need on a daily basis to face whatever we have to face. I, I, I think I'm acquainted with illness. Not like some people, but some things. And I want to cow down. I want to give in. My natural flesh is just like yours. I want to retreat but I need courage to press on. 
And you need courage to press on. I'm telling you, the oppression that's coming to our country, the threats that we know are coming to our country, the attitude of authorities we know that they already have that are an assault to everything we hold dear as Christians, and they are. They're an assault to everything we hold dear as Christians. What do we plan to do? We're going to have to rise up courageously and take a stand. You ever think how many churches have nearly closed? How many signs are on church buildings we no longer meet publicly? How many have quit coming to church when they were coming on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night? You ever think the shape that churches have gotten themselves into? The accommodations they've made to the circumstances and they're hanging on by a thread? It won't be long until you hear about buildings that have been used for church services everywhere that are for sale being disposed of or used for something else. It's happened all over the world and it'll happen here in America. We must rise to the moment and it takes courage. The Bible says Paul met some friends when he arrived at Rome and he thanked God and he took courage. You and I need to thank God and take courage. We must have courage. Ask yourself, am I a courageous person? Courage doesn't just go on when it's easy to go on. It rises in the face of danger. It faces the odds that are totally against them. There are risks involved, but courage takes you into them. It's like a sailor saying, I'm never going to sail again. I'm staying off the water completely because there might be a storm that takes us down. If a storm comes, you have to fight it. You have to go through it. You have to win over it. Now, we're not used to doing that in America. In America, we thought, well, we can get another four years, excuse me, out of Donald Trump. And it makes it easier for us. We don't have that. And you may be angry, and I may be angry at certain people for, for stands they did not take and for stands they did take. But nevertheless, it is what it is. And the Bible says, hope deferred maketh the heart sick. And so many of us had hope, and it's been deferred. what do we do as Christians? We're to thank God and take courage. I still believe the greatest moment for a Christian to be alive is this moment. If this doesn't send Christians to their knees, if this doesn't make people urgent about the time that we have, I don't think anything will. So that means you've got to speak up. You've got to speak on the job. And some of these people you know that don't, don't give a flip for the church anymore, I'm deeply concerned about them. 
I'm deeply concerned. I'm not talking about older people who are sheltered up at home, frightened. I'm talking about young, vibrant people who have every opportunity to be here and be a part of it, to be on the front lines fighting the good fight of faith. And you can't find them. That ought to disturb every Christian. We're in a war. And we need to thank God and take courage. I'm sorry. If you think I'm awful for saying this, I'm sorry. But don't give me your flimsy excuses. No, no, not now. We're in a war. And it's going to be on, I think, for the rest of our lives. Take courage.